Welcome to North Clay Baptist Church. We continue in our Bible reading plan as we make our way through the scriptures. Today we will cover Romans chapters 5 and 6. In chapter 5, Paul opens with a therefore, connecting his teaching in chapter 4 as he continues to expound that we have peace with God through faith. The implications of justification by grace through faith are now drawn out. Verses 1 and 2 of chapter 5, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and, which we, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. The transition from wrath in chapter 1 to grace in chapter 3 transforms both the status and the experience of the believer. Instead of being estranged from God, there is now peace. Instead of falling short of God's glory through sin, there is now the hope of glory. Instead of suffering as judgment, there is joy in tribulation because of what God produces through it. Instead of fearful uncertainty, there is assurance of God's love and joy in Him. In verse 12, Paul, is, um, Paul uses another therefore connecting the prior teaching as he contrasts Adam and Christ. We read in uh, verses 12 through 15 of chapter 5, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass, for if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by grace, the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. Adam, the first man, was the divinely pointed head of the whole, the whole of humanity, and his sin forfeited righteousness for all those he represented. In the same way, God made Christ the representative head of a new humanity so that his obedience to death might gain their justification. Paul's teaching that the increase of sin is not met by the increase of grace leads him to raise the questions at the beginning of chapters six, at chapter 6. He says, what shall, we say? what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? Paul emphatically answers the question in verse 2. By no means, how can we who died to, sin, died to sin still live in it? Those who because of Christ have died to sin, it is a logical impossibility for us to go on sinning. It is, however, not impossible that we will sin. But a life and pattern of unrepentant sin is impossible for those who in Christ have died to sin. Paul continues his teaching in verse 15 with another series of questions followed by the same emphatic answer. In chapter, verses 16, uh, 15 through 18 of chapter 6, What then are we to sin because we are not under law but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness. 
But thanks be to God that you, who were once slaves of sin, have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you were committed, and having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. In Adam, we are slaves to sin. It is who we are. It is our nature. But now in Christ, we have been set free from the bonds of sin and are now slaves to righteousness.